0: Hello, this is Jim. Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once there, you can find links to our Facebook page. You can click a link to follow us on Twitter. There's another link where you can preview and purchase our book if you wish. A link to Apple Podcasts and several other places you can listen to our podcasts. And there's even a link to a site where you can choose to help sponsor our podcast for as little as a dollar a month. What that will achieve is it'll keep commercials out of here. We don't want to hear something about a mix something or other or flying any unfriendly or partially friendly skies. I am happy that you're here with me today. We're going to talk about television today. It's a big part of every American's life. If it's not a big part of your life, you're not an American if you live in this country. Television replaced radio as our main form of entertainment. Radio pretty much replaced vaudeville, and somewhere stuck in there and is still a viable option our movies. TV has really been threatened, at least as we know it, by the internet and the computer. You can watch a television show on internet. A lot of these streaming shows are not like what we were used to watching TV with and it's really changed everything in the world of television. It used to be a series like The Munsters or The Adams Family. For a season, they'd run 30-some shows. Today, some of these streaming shows run eight episodes, and that's it for the season. And even network television, it's much shorter than the 30s anymore. If you get 20 out of them, it's amazing. Even contest shows like American Idol, which used to vote one person off a week, now are voting six or seven people off a week. And shortening their season by quite a bit. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to start reviewing television seasons starting in the 1955-56 season. That has to be where my first remembrance of a television show begins I possibly can remember bits and pieces before that, and I really probably don't remember much about the 55-56 season and don't retain much until I was 10 or so, which would be the 60-61 season. But all these shows that I talk about are familiar or somewhat familiar. So this is intended to bring back a few memories And show you how television has really changed as far as the programming and what people watch. And we're only going to go through the 69-70 season today. I do not have time to do every season right up to the 2020 season. There's no way. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the number one, number two, and number three rated show for that television season. Plus I'm going to throw one other one in there. Just so we get a little bit more well rounded. First one, 1955 through 56 seasons. The number one show was The $64,000 Question. The number two show, I Love Lucy, it had Lucy, Ricky, Fred, and Ethel. The number three show that season was The Ed Sullivan Show. And the number eight show, ranked number eight, was a show called The Millionaire. How I remember this show is this one guy would deliver from an anonymous donor a check for $1 million to some person or family, and then it tells the backstory of that person or family, plus how they handled the instant riches. It was a pretty good concept of a story, and in 55-56, million dollars was a million dollars 1956 through 57 the number one show was I Love Lucy number two was the Ed Sullivan show number three was General Electric Theater the number 11 show was Dragnet Joe Friday the 1957 through 58 television season had number one Gunsmoke Number two, The Danny Thomas Show. Remember Danny Thomas Show? His son, Rusty. Number three, Tales of Wells Fargo. That was set in the 1870s through 1880s and starred Dale Robertson. The number 22 ranked show that year was Lassie, and that year was before Timmy came along. The boy's name that owned Lassie was Jeff, if you can remember that. The 1958 through 59 television season, the number one show was Gunsmoke, the number two show was Wagon Train, and the number three show, Have Gun, Will Travel. Remember Paladin? This started a run of westerns on television, and there were westerns all over the airways, and they were very, very strong contenders in the rankings every week. But the number eight show that year was The Real McCoys with Walter Brennan. 1959 through 60, number one show, again, Gunsmoke. Number two show, again, Wagon Train. Number three show, again, Have Gun, Will Travel. Number 10 was Perry Mason. Remember Perry Mason? That's the first time I ever saw a car phone. He had a regular rotary phone. Hooked to his car. I don't know how it worked. (laughs) I don't know if it worked. 1960 through 61. Big three again. Number one, Gunsmoke. Number two, Wagon Train with Ward Bond. Number three show, Have Gun, Will Travel. The number 13 show that year, My Three Sons. The grandpa, Bub, was played by William Frawley, a.k.a. Fred Mertz. 1961 through 62, the Westerns still had a lock on everything, but the top three jumbled just a little. Number one was Wagon Train. Number two was Bonanza, Little Joe, Haas, Adam. Remember Adam? Number three show, good old Marshall Dillon and Gunsmoke still. And the number 15 show in the 61-62 season was Sing Along With Mitch follow the bouncing ball 1962 through 1963 season number one was the beverly hillbillies black gold texas tea ellie bay jethro number two was candid camera smile and a tie at number two was the red skeleton show number 17 that year was the jackie gleason show remember the honeymooners Ralph Cramden to the moon Alice to the moon the 63 through 64 season number one again is the Beverly Hillbillies number two Bonanza number three the Dick Van Dyke show Mary Tyler Moore number 10 that year was little science fiction my favorite Martian the 1964 through 65 season had number one, Bonanza, number two, Bewitched, number three, and this was hard for me to really wrap my head around, but it was number three there, Gomer Pyle, USMC, a off of The Andy Griffith Show. The number 14 show that year was Branded with Chuck Connors. This had to be the sixty-four, sixty-five television season had to be when we got a color TV. I remember watching Bonanza on it, and then this show came on, or possibly it came on right before Bonanza, and it showed this guy in his cavalry blues with a yellow bandana, and he's being drummed out of the Army back in the 1800s sometime and the color was so vivid and i remember that that was like the first night of watching our color tv or something and so i can always remember when i see branded just coming on the air it only lasted a couple seasons i remember that's when we got our color tv 1965 through 66 once again bonanza number one number two doberpile powell usmc golly number three the lucy show and this is not lucy and ricky we've talked about this on a previous podcasts this is lucille carmichael but it's still and always will be lucille ball number 22 that year was gilligan's island did they ever get off of that island 1966 through 67 For the third season in a row, number one was Bonanza. Number two, The Red Skelton Hour, Clem Kediddlehopper. Number three, The Andy Griffith Show. And number 16 that year was The Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, 1967 through 1968. Number one show was The Andy Griffith Show. Number two, The Lucy Show. And number three, Gomer Powell, USMC. Number 27 that year, The Carol Burnett Show. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. 1968 through 1969 television season. The number one show was Roan and Martin's laugh Remember Goldie Hawn? Number two, Gomer Powell, USMC. And number three, Bonanza. The number eight show that year was The Dean Martin Show. Remember The Gold Diggers? Remember Old Dean? Everybody loves somebody, Dean. And the 1969 through 1970 television season, the number one show was Ronan Martin's Laughing for the second year in a row. Number two seems to have made a comeback of sorts Gunsmoke. Number three, Bonanza. Number nine that year was Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. From 1954 through 1990, Disney had some sort of offering there on primetime TV. The name would change from time to time. But for 25 of those years, it was always on Sunday evening. Remember Walt come out and he'd introduce the show. Maybe Tinkerbell would fly around him a bit. So is interacting with cartoon characters. Maybe show a little bit of Disneyland. By sixty nine seventy he was probably starting to promote Disney World. Television can take you back to a time where it seems that time was a supernatural thing. When you were a kid you could sit in front of the television for hours and hours, especially on a Saturday morning. It took you to a world that was only rivaled by movies and books, always brought you back just in time so you could go to bed because work or school was in the morning. Back in the 50s and 60s, it was a lot more innocent than it is today, but it just mirrors our world because the 50s and 60s were a lot more innocent than we have today or ever probably will ever have again i don't know about you but i kind of miss those times having color tv just isn't enough anymore it has to be super UHD, ultra high definition is that it with all the bells and whistles has to be you know 70 inches large has to only weigh five pounds you know tv when i was 14 years old probably weighed 80 pounds When we threw all our old TVs away, and that's what we did when we got flat screens, nobody even wanted the others. So I took them to the dump, but I couldn't bring myself just to chuck them out of my pickup truck. I got out of the truck, and I set them down in a nice stack there. Wanted to put a little sign that said, Free, please take me, but it was the dump, so I didn't. Probably nobody picked them up. They had the remotes and the owner's manuals right there with them and i know that guy and the front end loader just pushed them on all into the pile well that takes us through the 1969 through 1970 television season we'll visit this again someday in the future try to get through the 70s and at least part of the 1980s Be it ever so humble, there's nothing like kindness. I'll be back next Wednesday.